Thanks, guys. Good morning. How are you doing? All right. Uh, so I have one more announcement. Uh, I'm going to do something called a formational learning community this fall in the student center, which is just over yonder, uh, across the walk bridge, next parking lot over. And um, the dates for that, next slide, are uh, every other Sunday, or the second and fourth Sunday of each month, uh, September. Yeah, thank you. Wednesday. Today's Sunday. Um, I went rafting with our youth yesterday, and I drove home. I got home at 11.30 last night, so I'm a little tired, but it was spectacular. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, so second and fourth Wednesday of each month, and uh, we're going to use as a springboard for conversation the book Everything Belongs by Richard Rohr uh, for the fall. Then I'm going to do a similar one in the spring, and we'll use the book An Altar in the World by Barbara Brown Taylor uh, in the winter-spring. So if you're interested in that, please let me know. We'll meet at 645 on Wednesday nights, second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Uh, let me know, and we'll get you signed up, and we'd love to have you be a part of that. So um, we've been doing this series called Original Blessing. We did it at the beginning of the summer, then I was gone for a little bit, and we're picking it back up and going to continue this week. Uh, I'm really excited about next week. I hope you can be here. I, uh, I went to the Academy of Sciences on Wednesday with my family, and uh, we've been members there for a while, but this was the first time we went and uh, met with Luis and Claudia Rocha, who are members of this community, and they are both scientists at uh, California Academy of Sciences. And uh, I spent some time alone with Luis, talking with him, and next Sunday I'm going to interview him. Uh, and talk about the intersection of faith and science and his work and how that connects to original blessing. So I, I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, and then we'll uh, Labor Day weekend, one more week of original blessing. And then we will jump into our second year of three years with Jesus, uh, the Sunday following Labor Day weekend. That's September 9th. So... Um, Good stuff coming up. Uh, today, because so many people are gone rafting and in Tahoe, uh, I, I'm thrilled. I, th I think we're adequately represented here, given how many people are gone. Um, I wanted to do something unique today, and it, it's something that I call an awareness walk. And it's uh, the art of paying attention, the, the practice of awareness, uh, waking up to God all around us. Um, theologians talk about uh, what they call the two books, and it is the book of Scripture and the book of creation. Uh, that, uh, like Psalm 19 and Romans 1 and Psalm 104 and all these texts in the book of Scripture talk about the book of creation, that God is constantly speaking to us through the natural world. And if we would just pay attention, God is disclosing himself to us through the natural creation. And so uh, last Sunday, um, what is it, Tim? The P, P, what's the meteor shower? The peony? The P Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so that happened. 
uh, every August. It, it happens, and it, it was at its peak last Sunday night. So uh, my family and I and some friends, we went to the t- uh, top of a hill in our neighborhood, and I texted Tim to let him know and see if he wanted to come, and he did. And uh, we got to see some fantastic meteors, but we also got to see, Tim pointed out to us, in kind of in an arch line, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, Mars, all visible uh, to the naked eye right now. So I was excited because Friday night, uh, camping with the youth, I got to point out those four planets to them. And they couldn't believe you could see four planets. And I said, well, actually, you can see five. We're standing on, on one. Uh, and so it's just fantastic to look at the night sky and uh, experience the glory of God speaking to us through the night sky. Something I want to practice today is uh, what it looks like to pay attention to uh, the earth, this planet we walk on every day. And so I have some sheets of paper, and if you want one, you can grab one, but uh, this is what we'll do. In a few minutes, uh, uh, Brian Kaplan and I were talking, and uh, we had this idea, well, it'd be a great Sunday to have the kids in here with us, because Brian, if you're a parent, Brian will guide your child through this experience so that you as a parent can have your space to, to have this experience. Uh, so where is Brian? Oh, <laughs> right in front of me. Um, so I'll dismiss the kids first, and Brian will guide them through this experience, and then I'll s- dismiss all of us. Uh, and we'll take about 10, 12 minutes, uh, which I think is just an extremely short amount of time. But I, I understand with a, with a group this big that some people, uh, th- this is new for you, a uh, new experience. And so we're just going to break you in easy. Uh, And so with an awareness walk, uh, I've written a little guide. I have this text at the top from Psalm 133 that says, I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. So in the Christian tradition, when we talk about meditation, we're usually talking about meditating on the book of Scripture. And like uh, David in a psalm says, I meditate on your teachings day and night. I meditate on your law day and night. And so this uh, idea that we take the word of God, the the scriptures, and we allow it to absorb within us. Uh, We we deeply ponder it and meditate upon it. Uh, This psalmist is, is talking about meditating on God's other book, the book of creation. Uh, to meditate on all your works and consider, consider just another word for meditate, what your hands have done. And so I wonder what it looks like for us. And, and you know, we live in Marin. We live in a county that loves to be outside. Uh, and often when we're outside, though, we're, very, we're also a very active county. So it's either hiking or biking or something very active, which is great. I love to be active in creation as well. Uh, I wonder what it looks like to slow down the activity and ponder and meditate and reflect and pay attention to little details that we might not otherwise pay attention to. So some ideas of, uh, and just you can just use this as a guide, but walk slowly and deliberately. Look up, maybe at a tree, maybe at the sky, Uh, maybe at something else, notice uh, birds flying. Engage all the senses. Uh, Pick things up, feel them. Um, I don't know if you want to 
taste them necessarily, but smell them. Begin to notice the detail of the things you encounter. Pick up things, feel them, consider them, leaves, dirt, twigs, stones, grass, earth. Be totally present to what is reaching you through your senses. Be aware of God's presence. What might God be saying to you? And then uh, bring something back from your walk with you, something that was meaningful to you in this awareness slash prayer walk. Uh, and then after doing the walk, create space later to share your experience with others. So here's what I'd like to do. Uh, I'm going to, kids, I'm going to have you go with Brian. And Brian's going to, you're going to take them out this way? Okay. And then uh, adults, we can go out this way. And I, granted, this campus is not the most ideal place to do this, but I'm a strong believer that all space is sacred space. Uh, and so... Uh, even though this campus might not be the most ideal place to do this, there, there's a hill in the back. There's, uh, if you uh, can't walk up a hill, there's you know, landscaping out here. You could simply sit in a chair if you don't want to walk far and uh, just uh, you know, grab a leaf or uh, something in the landscaping. Uh, and just find space to walk slowly, deliberately, perhaps sit if you want to sit. Uh, and then, so that clock back there says 1040. Let's meet back in here at 1053. How's that sound? Uh, and I have these up here. You can grab one. And I'm, uh, you all comfortable with this? We, this good? A little, a little different, but good. Uh, so I'm going to pray, and we'll do this, OK? God, thank you. For another Sunday, uh, we pray for our church family who are in Tahoe and who are coming back from the rafting trip today, God, that you would grant them safety, that they would know your love, that they would know your pleasure, that they would know you rejoice over them. God, for each one of us as we engage in this awareness walk, I pray that you would wake us up to your presence all around us. I pray that you'd speak to us in some way through your natural world. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, I'm going to set some of these here, some on the communion table. Feel free to grab one, and uh, we'll be back in here in 12 minutes, all right? I would love it if uh, two or three of you would be willing to share about your experience, if you brought something back or if you didn't, uh, just how that experience was for you, what, what you experienced, uh, what you may have been thinking, sensing, what God may have spoken to you through the natural world. Anyone willing to share? Yeah? Here, I got a microphone. I know you want to speak into a microphone. <laughs> So I actually did use my phone, but to take pictures of what I saw. And uh, so I started out that way, and then I went to the front, and then there's a bush out in the front. I think it's Lantana. It's the one with the little colorful flowers on it. And what was interesting is that there's all different little buds, and there's no dead leaves on there. 
but the buds are in different stages. So there's some that are berries, there's some that are blueberries, some that are black, some that are starting to flower. And I just thought it was so interesting uh, because there's just all stages on the same tree. Um, and then the other thing I thought about was um, a dear friend of mine that passed away a couple years ago. And she was actually named after me. And when she died, I saw in the middle of the road a dandelion, like just floating, and I was trying to blow it out of my car. And it just stayed there. And then finally it left. And somehow I knew I was going to find a dandelion. And I found one. Thank you. All right. Someone else? No, oh, you're just moving back and forth. Jonathan. Um, I also noticed a tree, and it might have been the same tree, something that had these black berries on it, but were little round, kind of blueberry-shaped things I hadn't noticed before. And it maybe made me think of um, the bounty that's out there, that God has, there's just bounty in the earth more than what we usually see or recognize. Because um, we can go out there, and there's, I've seen blackberry bushes out there, and that's pretty great. And, uh, and the deer find that. Sometimes there's deer over there eating them. But uh, I'd never noticed that the trees also produce these other berries. I don't even know what it is, but it's more than I'd ever seen before. And it's, so it's just kind of a, the bounty that's out there, you know, really beyond our scope and usually beyond our attention most of the time. That's great. Thank you. Someone else? Um, so I walked out of the doors on the front side here on the right-hand side and immediately the sun hit my face and it was just really strong and warm and I just stood right there in the, on the pavement and just breathed and felt this instant settling and just a sense of peace and that I could stand there all day, like I could be in that space all day and that in that space everything feels okay and immediately the phrase of it is well in my with my soul came to me and it's just like if i could just maintain this space all the time how much easier everything would be so. it's uh amazing to me how god's creation has this amazing capacity to bring us to lower our stress level bring us to peace. Uh, creation's amazing capacity to heal, like the dandelion and the, the reminder of a friend lost. Uh, there, there's something healing happening there, I believe. And uh, when we pay attention, I think God's creation always, by God's grace, is working to bring deeper healing, deeper peace, uh, more love and joy from God. Someone else? Okay, two more. Um, I was struck by the different leaves that we have on the plants. So we have um, really broad leaves, and we have um, really thick leaves. A lot of the plants have very thick leaves. Um, some are, are fuzzy, some are very fuzzy um, and long. Um, and some have little spikies on them, some thorns on them. And I was just noticing that like in California, like these plants are meant for survival. 
Um, they're, they're meant to be drought tolerant, um, and especially the ones that we plant here, obviously. You know, we want to have low maintenance and not have a lot of water. Um, and just, it just really reminded me of us as a people and how uh, we are survivors, and we together are drought tolerant. And there are times in our lives when we go through stuff, and God literally built us to be equipped to go through just those valleys in our lives. Um, and then I was also struck by how the plants like came together, like overlooking the creek there, there were like several, like the ivy and then the trees and the blackberries, they were all just intermingled and you couldn't tell where one began and the other one ended. And you, they were just looking together. And like that's how we are too, and the community and the importance of community. So that even though they were surviving individually, they were surviving and thriving because of each other at the same time. So mine's a little different from everyone else. I feel like I might be having an ADD morning because it was more of a stream of consciousness. It was really difficult for me to focus on one thing. And when you're really paying attention, everything suddenly that was background became foreground for me. And everything was so vivid, even the dry grass, even the weeds, the colors of the leaves were so vivid. It was, you know, greater than 3D. It was like... I don't know, everything really came to life. And um, as I was looking, everything was just so perfect. And although on the surface, everything seemed very random. I mean, there was leaves here and there, but as I looked closer, it was so intentional. It was, everything had a purpose. Every hole in the ground, every leaf exactly where it was. Everyone was talking about different levels on the trees. Everything is exactly as it should be, exactly where it should be with purpose, and I thought, wow, that's us too. Even when we think that this, I'm not having a great day, I'm not in a good place in my life, I don't like my job, whatever it is, we are exactly where we should be right now, today. And then, as I was leaving, and I've, I glazed over the whole area by my feet, and I have no idea what this means, I haven't worked it out, but I saw this cigarette butt. <laughs> just in the middle of all this nature. And it was so, it looked so out of place. And it kind of caught me off guard because I was really appreciating everything else. But I need to kind of ponder what that one meant. But that's about it. Okay. That's great. Thank you. How about one of the kids? One of the kids want to share about your experience? Yeah. All right. I found a dandelion and a twig. That's great. And what do you think about what do you notice about them? The dandelion has yellow um, right there, mm -hmm. and the stick is like brown. That's great, noticing colors, and they feel different. Do they feel different to you? Yeah, this one kind of feels soft, and this one kind of feels like hard. Yeah, thank you. Another child, you want to share? I found a lizard. You found a lizard? Did you bring it back? No? What did you notice about the lizard? Um, it ran really fast. It ran really fast. <laughs> and why do you think God created lizards to run really fast? Because they're really little and people can step on them. That's great. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else? So 
So I collected a bunch of stuff, but the things that stuck out for me were, I found this rock, and it's not a rock I see usually. And then I also saw this rock, which looked like it belonged in a riverbed or something. It didn't seem like it was uh, necessarily part of the landscape. So when you take these two together, they seem sort of out of place, and yet here they were. Um, and they were part of this place. And I guess I just felt like it kind of all belonged, even though maybe it wasn't originally here, but kind of all belonged somehow. That's great. Thank you. Um, thank you, guys. I'm, I'm glad you uh, participated in this. And uh, perhaps this is a, a small experience that can expand for you that you can make into a weekly practice or even a daily practice in your own life to take more space, uh, even just in your own backyard or the park down the street, to walk slowly and deliberately and pay attention and pick things up and, and notice what God may be saying to you through creation. Um, when I think about uh, communion and the bread and the cup, um, this beautiful creation that God created, this physical world, uh, we, we often, I think, in our lives dichotomize the spiritual from the physical. And I don't believe God ever intended the spiritual and the physical to be separated. Uh, God created uh, a physical earth. God created physical flesh and blood, and God breathed into us the breath of life, and, and at some point in history, God became flesh. God entered this natural world that he loves, that he created, that he entrusted to us, and he became a part of it, and became flesh and blood, and ultimately uh, walked the long, hard road to the cross, uh, where his body was broken and his blood poured out for us. So when we come to the communion table and we take a piece of bread and we dip it in the cup and we, we remember Christ's body broken for us, Christ's blood shed for us, these are physical elements from God's creation and yet deeply spiritual. Uh, the, the spiritual is not disconnected from the physical. The physical is not disconnected from the spiritual. Uh, my hope for you uh, this morning is that you'll walk slowly and deliberately to the table. And as someone serves you and says Christ's body was broken for you and Christ's blood was shed for you, uh, that you'll pay attention to those words, that they'll sink deeply within you, become a part of you, uh, that, that God will wake you up to something deeper, uh, about the intersection of the physical and spiritual life that he's entrusted us with, that we will live more fully as, as deeply embodied and inspirited people uh, in this life and in the life to come, uh, and that uh, as we walk away from consuming the bread and the juice, that we'll be filled more fully than ever with a deep, deep awareness of God's love, uh, and that God is with us, God is for us, uh, and God is directing our steps by the power of the Holy Spirit. God, thank you for this experience this morning.
God, I pray that we would make a regular practice of paying attention to your presence within us and all around us. And as we come and partake of the bread and the cup, God, fill us up once more with your spirit, with your presence. Make us aware of your presence in us so that we can continue to live as you created us to live, so that we can continue to live the way of Jesus where we recognize a big part of that is to allow ourselves to be broken and poured out for the sake of the world, for the sake of those we live with, those we love, those we work with, those we go to school with, those we encounter at the store or on the ball field or the park or the trail or wherever we may find ourselves. That we would be a people broken and poured out for your sake, for the sake of the world, and that you will once again fill us back up. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.